Griffith. Gary Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Fuck yeah. Wow. This is good shit. There we go. What, did you just say horse cocks? Dave, you got a new nickname. Uh, I just go by horse cock. I don't... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing weird. I'm not actually a horse cock. It's great to be in the freedom capital of the world. Yeah. Hey, we have uh, some dates coming up next week. And uh, also want to announce new dates that went on sale uh, last Friday. We're going to be in Columbus, Ohio on October 19th. Pittsburgh on October 20th. Cleveland on October 21st. Grand Rapids, October 27th. Royal Oak, October 28th. Nashville, November 3rd. Louisville, November 4th. St. Louis, November 5th. And Indianapolis, November 6th. And then next week, of course, we will be in Madison on June 2nd. Milwaukee on June 3rd. Uh, Chicago, oh, that's sold out. Uh, St. Paul on June 5th. Uh, Seattle, uh, I think that's sold out. And uh, Revolution Hall in Portland on June 18th. And we are brought to you in part by Squarespace. What is Squarespace, you ask? Well, it's a domain, website, online store, marketing tool, analytics, situation, all in one place. I've been using Squarespace for years. Gareth has his website with Squarespace. I have my website with Squarespace. Then we got the... We got the uh, dollarpodcast.com at Squarespace, where you can get all your tour ticketing information. And, of course, we have our sources page at Squarespace. So we're all in. Squarespace and us are basically wearing the same skin at this point. That's how, that's how intense things are. It's a great service to use. No, You don't have to update anything ever. It's all done for you. The templates are very good looking, very crisp and clean, uh, done by what I, I like to call professionals, artistes. They got 24-7 award-winning support. You know, it's a website. You guys know what websites are. You publish blogs. You sell stuff. You promote your business. You do a wedding thing. It doesn't have to be your wedding. You just do a fake one if things aren't going great. So head over to squarespace.com slash dollop. You can play around a little bit. You can try it out. See if you like it. You put that in. Squarespace.com slash dollop. You get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And we are brought to you in part by Helix Sleep. Uh, Helix Sleep is a mattress company. It's the mattress company. Uh, you go on their site. You take a quiz. It tells you what mattress you want. It tells, told me you, you're going to want the Dusk Lux. And I'm like, okay, I'll give that a shot. Order it. Comes to my house in a box. Open that baby up. A mattress comes to life in front of you. It's like watching a birth. Less fluids. Much more comfortable to lay on. I'm telling you, I put that mattress on. I'm like, I can sleep in seconds on that thing. It is so ridiculously comfortable. I've had the Helix now for like, uh, I don't know, what, four years? I'm in love with it. Special things are happening. I wake up feeling great. It's the best It's the best mattress I've ever had. It's the best sleep I'm getting. So look, like I said, Helix Sleep, you go, uh, you take a quiz. It's just two minutes to do. It matches your body type, your sleep preferences. It picks out the perfect mattress for you. And then that's it. With Helix, you're getting a mattress you know is going to be perfect for the way you sleep. 
Everybody's a little bit different, right? Helix knows that, so they have different mattress models to choose from. They got soft, medium, firm mattress. They got mattresses great for cooling you. If you're a hot sleeper or a, if, if you have a spinal alignment issue, they got mattresses for that. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door. That's it. Ship for free. Helix has been awarded the number one overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dollop. You get a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. So Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dollop. That's up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows at helixsleep.com slash dollop. And we are brought to you in part by Athletic Greens. Uh, I started taking Athletic Greens. I need a little pick-me-up in the morning, I guess. Want a little bit better gut health, as they call it in the business. Gut health. So I've been doing Athletic Greens now for about six months, I guess. I love it. I really like it. It tastes good. Not that super healthy, weird taste. It tastes, it's kind of mildish, fruity taste, kind of. It's a little sweet. Like I like I like waking up and having a little glass of it. That's That's where I'm at now with my Athletic Greens. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That's how you kick off the day. For me, it gives me energy in the morning. I got a little snap, a little pep in my step. Ready to go. Athletic Greens has less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Still tastes good on top of all that. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing your health. It's cheaper than your your cold brew habit that you're hitting every day. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free traveling packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dollop. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dollop to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You're listening to the dollop. Yep. Like I gave a, a yahoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an American history podcast where each week I read a story from American history. Who are you? I'm Dave Anthony. Okay. Uh, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to me. Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. There we go. What will it be about? What will it be about? I don't know. I don't know. We've had, we've had a, a couple wild ones. Ruth. No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> I swear to God. First of all, I was like, I was like, not a year, but I was also like, oh, fuck. This is not going to be easy. This is going to be... Oh, God, that was so amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. It never heard so many women go... <gasps> uh, well, I think you have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have. If recent memory holds. <laughs> yeah. November 2nd, 1865. 
year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Mm -hmm. The only one. When that you we have, know of. When you have that, yeah, it might be strange. Yeah, God could have been, I was you know. touring, I don't know. I probably got a couple in the Midwest. <laughs> God, what? It was the, it was the... A couple of whiskeys, there's a waitress out there. What are you going to do? I'm God. Yeah, it was the BCs. Things were different. <laughs> Warren G. Harding. Oh, wow. About to regulate, huh? Was born in Blooming Grove, Ohio. Okay. Uh, as a child, he was nicknamed Winnie. Wow. Uh, his mom was a midwife. Dad was a farmer and a teacher. Uh, and then he became a doctor after, you know, one year of wow. training, as is done. Uh, they were abolitionists. When Warren was 11, his dad bought the Argus newspaper. Jesus Christ. You could just do so much more shit. Yeah. So well, he's a doctor and he's a farmer, teacher, farmer, doctor. teacher, and he owns a paper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Warren uh, learned the newspaper business at a young age. And then at 14, he went to college and started putting out a small newspaper of his own. Okay. Interesting. After he moved to Marion, where he bought the Marion Star newspaper for $300. Wow. Just... What is that in today money, that's like a, 500? That's like a subscription to a paper for a year right. at this point. Bought it, okay. Uh, he turned it into a paper that supported moderate Republicans, and it started doing very well. Okay, interesting. So he's soon the number one paper in town, and he would often attack local developers, as everybody should do. And he specifically attacked the biggest developer in town, Amos Hall Kling. Wow, yeah, for sure, yep. Uh, so Kling hates Warren. Yeah, well, he's f fucking his life up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kling had a daughter named Florence, and she worked in his father's business. She knew it very well. She'd often clash with her dad, and then he'd, he'd whip her with a cherry switch. Oh, my God. How old is she? 42. No, I mean, well, there's no... Well, well roughly, like, how well, she's old... She's a teen. She's, she's, wow, Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of problems there. Yeah, yeah. Working no, at the paper good. then, and then also... And what was she whipped with? A cherry switch. Right, sure. You have one. Mm-hmm, absolutely. What does it do? It changes cherries to different berries. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Going to sort of... Well, it changes make cherries it. from a top into a bottom. Sure, yeah. Don't, I'm not with you, so... No, you have no, you have no idea what the reference is. Uh. At, at 19, she eloped with a guy that her family hated. Okay. Or she may not have eloped. Okay. We're not really sure. It was probably just a cover story because she was pregnant. So she said she eloped? She said she eloped, but there's... But potentially that was just a, so... It sounds like she, she kind really of elope eloping. Like she made up the eloping. Yeah. That's, I like that move. I'm going to do that. Next time I get guff from assholes like you. Yeah, I got married a month ago. Shut the fuck up. I don't think you know anything about how marriage works. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you trade, uh, you know, cattle for it and stuff. 
It's an ex livestock exchange, and then you get grains in exchange, and then yeah, I get it. I've been married. I eloped last week, actually. Don't make me get that cherry switch. Or maybe you should. Now I get it. <laughs> now he gets it. Uh, so her husband was an alcoholic, or her potential fake husband. fake husband who impregnated her. And then he just left on New Year's Eve, 1882, and he was just gone. Sure. Well, he made a resolution. You got to stick to it. <laughs> Done with this. Starting today. She refuses to move back in with her dad. Wow, uh, he sounds so good, though. Okay. Amos, Amos Kling. And um, she, got, uh, she just worked as a piano teacher, and she rented out rooms in the house that she had. And then her, her father eventually offers her a deal. And the deal is that he will take her son <laughs> and raise him, and she just won't be a mom anymore. So quite she a, did quite it. An, she took it. Yeah, she's like, great. Great. You've been a great father to me. Let's... Absolutely. Let's, keep you, that, let's make this a generational thing. Yeah, beat him, a, beat him a few times for me. Is the craziest part of this story a young person owning property? Well, she's 20. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, what an old person. So she's pretty old. Yeah, I think most of you guys owned houses at 20, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's easy to get. Yeah. Absolutely. Boomers are like, yeah. What do you do? What, you don't have $15,000 for a three-bedroom house and a two-car garage? save up and get a better job. Yeah, get a better job. This is what, $22,000? <laughs> well, you paid $50 for college, so now you can get a house. Yeah. <laughs> Acting like it's so hard to get a house. <laughs> Lord. Um, so she was freed up. She was a single lady again. Wow. And, uh, she a, it's a, yeah, I'm glad you spun that, like a feel-good moment. Yeah. Yeah. She's abandoned her child. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that, yeah, let's look at the positives. You're right. Yeah. Now she can be a landlord. <laughs> the win-win. And she met a guy named Warren Hardy. Okay. Now, I, felt, I thought it was going to go in a little... No. Mon yeah. So Montague Capuletti. Uh, he's five years older. I thought you were going to say he's five, which would be... <laughs> He's five now. Um, so after four years, they got, uh, they got engaged in, 19, uh, in 1890. And um, when Kling yeah. heard, yeah. he disowned Florence. Kling thought that there uh, was black blood in the Harding family. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, he didn't even, like, I feel like it was within his character to already disown her. But he was like, the reason? He's not pure. <laughs> Her dad then goes spreading rumors all over Ohio that, that Harding has some black ancestry. Um, and then he started pushing businesses to boycott Warren's paper. And then they Warren... They used black ink. <laughs> Word on the street. And then Warren threatened to, quote, beat the far out of the little man if he didn't cease. Beat the fart It might have been fat. It might have been fat. Beat the fat out of the little man. I mean, the one sounds cease. a little 60s. Let's do fart out. We're going to beat the far out out of him. That's what, like, the cops would say in the 60s. We're going to beat the far out of this hippie. Get all that far out of him. Make him bleed flowers. 
Okay, so he's gonna beat the fat out of him. Uh, now Warren is uh, Warren's a good-looking man. Mm. Yes. Fuck yeah. He's very handsome. He's got a thick head of hair. He has a very, very nice voice. Yes. Um, he dresses very well. Right. But running, running the paper has worn him down. Yeah. And Warren, he, Warren down. Yeah. And he's suffering from exhaustion and nervous fatigue, so he goes to J.P. Kellogg's Battle Creek Sanitarium. <laughs> So he was there for weeks, and then he would actually go back, back to Battle Creek a few times between uh, 1898 and 1891. He had a lot of stays there. Okay. So Florence and Warren married on July 8th, 1891. Uh, like I said, he wouldn't talk to her, uh, the dad. Oh, I was like, well, yeah, sorry. That, yeah, that got weird. So he doesn't talk to her for the rest of this story. Yeah. <laughs> it's his wife, but he had a rule. No, so his dad is just like... Her dad, right. It's totally. Just, right, Seven okay. years, he doesn't talk to her. Right. Um, they never have kids. Okay, yeah. Warren nicked her, nicknamed her the Duchess after a cartoon character who kept close watch on the Duke and their money. Okay, so he feels like she's watched she's frugal. On, she's on... Well, she's just... Locked she, on. Well, she's the brains of the operation. Right. But, but she's like... Business smarts, like she's kind of on right. top of all that shit. Yeah, which is the Duchess. Okay. It's very, when I was doing research for this, I... I when we were doing research for this. I... <laughs> Don't act like I just show up to these fucking things. I, I grabbed a book, and I'm, I'm reading it, and, he, and it's just like, she was dour, she was mean. And then I was like, this is a crazy misogynist. And then you start looking into it, and she was, she was like a fucking strong woman. Uh... What an asshole. How dare she? So all these, all, there's all these stories in history. Of, you know, she was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Just like, she right. kept things on track like a real <laughs> asshole. <laughs> she took care of her husband who was having issues like a jerk. <laughs> She's one of those. Uh, so she, she helps run the paper, kind of runs it. Oh, she uh, I hate that type. <laughs> Stepping up. Such a turnoff. <laughs> she took over advertising. She took over delivery. Um, and her business so, sense... What's he doing? He's fucking... <laughs> Real good. He's the, he's the face. I made wet in my die-die. <laughs> All right. Come here, Warren. Uh, I'm not riding the metal horse. She puts him in the thing Creek. where you go like this. Like, where, <laughs> How's the paper? <laughs> So the paper takes off when she's there. <laughs> and while she's working her ass off at the paper, Warren is fucking her best childhood friend, Susan McWilliams, hotter. Well, well, well. Oh, wow. What a, he's, he's not coming off great. Why? I mean, there's a couple flags. Who he got pregnant, allegedly. All right. And then... Oh, boy, there's more. And then after the affair with Susan ended, he started having an affair with one of her current best friends, Carrie Fulton Phillips. Well, it's nice that he didn't cheat on the one he was cheating with, though. <laughs> I like a guy who can have half monogamy. Everyone 
is talking about it in Marion. Like, it's like an open secret. Right. She was married to James Phillips, who was one of Warren's friends. So he's fucking someone that they're as a couple friends with. And the Phillips and the Hardings vacationed in Europe together. Oh, boy. While the affair was going on. Oh, God. And Warren and Carrie would have sex on the ship's deck after their spouses went to bed. Wow. (laughs) Deck fucks. Yeah, deck fucks. It's kind of, it's very naughty. It's very, it is. It's like very, it's like there's like a brashness to that. They're yeah. not like, you know, there's still someone on Anchor Watch or something, you know? Yeah. Someone's like, yeah, he's fucking her again. <laughs> yep, right there. <laughs> really giving it to her, too. <laughs> Wonder why they do it in that position. That's called a wheelbarrow, Dan. Oh. <laughs> I guess it kind of does look like a wheelbarrow, huh? She's got strong arms. Very strong. You need to have tries and buys for that one. Absolutely. (laughs) But don't overlook Warren's core, either. No, for sure. He's got a good core. So there they are together. The two ladies. And then um, they're the two guys on the right. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, so they're a little older at this point. Yeah, yeah, they're older. We've moved moved forward quite a bit. So so time exists in these. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I should mention that Warren named his penis Jerry. (laughs) And let me show you the picture. No, no, no. (laughs) It's called the Jerry switch. Uh, No, you're right to mention that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. How do we know? I mean, I was just going to have a little more process time. I didn't necessarily have the follow-up teed up. But uh, sure, how do we know that uh, Warren referred to his penis as Jerry, Dave? He wrote a ton of dirty letters to Carrie. So Carrie and Jerry. Jerry went inside of Carrie. Quote. Jerry came and will not go. I'm sorry? What's Jerry's deal? He's just spaghettiing inside? It's a fair question. Sorry, Jerry just doesn't want to leave the party. His ride's not here yet. Says he loves you, that you are the only, only love worthwhile in all this world. And I must tell you so, and a score or more of other fond things he suggests, but I spare you. Ah. You must not be annoyed. He is so utterly devoted that he only exists to give you all. Jerry. (laughs) Wait, he didn't sign it, Jerry. No, I put that part in. Okay, that would be amazing. Because then it would just show that Jerry had an ego talking in third person. Love, Jerry. From Warren. Hey, it's Warren and Jerry. Jerry's ready to go. Jerry misses Carrie. Well, oh. not Mrs. Carey. He called her vagina Mrs. Powderson. <laughs> I have a picture. It's respectful. Of that. It's very respectful. <laughs> so the vagina was married. That's right. To Dr. Powderson. <laughs> you what? What were you doing, Mrs. Powderson? Nothing. Smells like Jerry again. 
was Jerry here? Who? That horrible Harding penis. The one with the spout. Jerry Harding is actually a kind of a great dick name. <laughs> Jerry Hardening and Warren Harding. In Carrie. Quote. Who's quoting, Jerry? When I saw Miss Powderson a month ago, she persuaded me you still loved. I had a really happy day with her. Hey, uh, like, there was a minute a while ago when the 30 minutes ago when you started the letter is what it feels like, but where I was like, okay. I, I mean, there's some, now it's just like, kind of, like, she's like, who are all these characters? I forget. <laughs> And he named his butthole. No. 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 <laughs> Frank. <laughs> oh, man. She would be like, what? <laughs> Frank wants a hoo-hoo. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Tell Liz Stinky Frank misses the pinky time. I, there were some letters with pink, but I just left them out. It was a bit too much. There were some letters with what? There was some pink stuff. Writing, he would write. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is she writing back? Is she like, no, cool? No, she's, she's... As a matter of fact, he's cool. just... Oh, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> he's writing hundreds of letters. Hundreds he's like, of letters? He's literally just sitting in his office. like It's like his porn. He's like... <laughs> And she's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. And she's like, I'm fucking married. What are you reading? More fan mail. What is he doing? Oh my God. Who's Jerry? My uncle. And Miss Powderson? His friend? And he goes in her? Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Jerry is very uh, good friends with Mrs. Powderson. And I think I'm done talking. I think that sums it up. Um, so now, I don't know if this is for sure true, but people believe that Florence could not have sex because she had a serious kidney issue um, that would just lay her out sometimes, uh, and she was treated by a, a homeopath doctor. Who was like, <laughs> what was the solution there? Let's put sand on you. Have you tried cinnamon in your mouth? <laughs> Uh, he thought he thought that her the doctor thought her kidney would just unblock itself over time. Cool doctor. Medically speaking, let's not do anything. <laughs> Let the body figure this one out. That's how this all works. The last thing you need is a bunch of doctors mucking up your kidney. <laughs> okay. Uh, it didn't. Right. Uh, what didn't? The kidney did not unblock. Right. She's bedridden often. She gets close to death several times over the years. Uh, she had a kidney removed in 1900. Um, yeah, so wow. it's she's a in bad 1900 shape. kidney removal was probably he did it with teeth. no fucking picnic. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> now, being a newspaper man pushing Republicans, Warren was into politics. He was a Republican delegate at the state convention. And in... what was Jerry? <laughs> what was Jerry's role? He was sniffing around. Um, at 22, he was. And then he traveled the country as a speaker in support of William McKinley. 
He ran and became a state senator and then a lieutenant governor of Ohio. Now, Grafton favors are the big thing of the day, and he's really good at that. And he's very popular. He had like a magnetic quality. Men and women liked him, and he's desperate for people to like him. Like, he just, he so desperately wants it. His father had once said he was lucky he was not a woman because he'd always be pregnant because he couldn't say no. It's just, this whole family's got problems. <laughs> I mean, that is, <laughs> imagine your dad, so you'd be like, thank you, what? Good thing you're not a woman. You'd be pregnant all the time from your yes ending. <laughs> all right, take care, son. You'd be unable to fuck. <laughs> unable to not fuck. Anyway, go play ball. With Jerry. Um, so he's still fucking Carrie. Their, their affair is going on for a long time. And Florence is okay. Well, no. Okay, great, thanks. I just wanted, great. Let's do a where are they now. Florence eventually finds out uh-huh. because Carrie sends a love letter to their home what a, hoping it's... Florence would find it. <sighs> Carrie wants him to get divorced and to marry her. Oh, okay. I thought she just wanted the letters to stop. She's like, please. <laughs> we need to kill Jerry. Mrs. Powderson wants a restraining order. And Florence had known about the previous affair because she said it's not the first time that Warren has been having sex with one of her friends. Yeah. yeah, she might have gotten up in the night to pee or something. It was like, oh, look at him. Banging her on the deck. She considered filing for divorce, but he, he's like, I will end it. And so she agrees to not file for a divorce. I got a feeling. He didn't. Oh. And Carrie started strolling in front of the Harding home. They, who, this is like a race to who's weirder. Well, that, that obviously really pissed off Florence. And one time, she saw Warren and Carrie talking, and he was on the porch, and she was on the sidewalk. So Florence came out and started throwing things at Carrie. A duster, a wastebasket, a piano stool. She was really, she brought a lot of stuff. We were going to have a rummage sale. <laughs> Carrie backed away and then blew Warren a kiss. Good Lord. And then, soon after this, Carrie and her husband moved to Germany. Oh, no. What about Mrs. Powderson? <laughs> um, then the husband came back alone, and she stayed in Germany. But they're still married. What is... Okay. What? It's just normal. It's what you did then. One you person like, goes All right, take care. Country. You live in Germany now, darling. <laughs> Farewell. I thought this was a thing we were doing. It was. Now you're German. Bye-bye. Um, Warren had become friends with uh, political, Ohio political insider Harry Daugherty. Sure. Just, there, was, there was just like three versions of a white man. <laughs> you were the young with a mustache. I think there might have been two, or you were this guy. Or you were just like a guy who looked like you were in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we already saw this guy in this episode. I, I mean, feel, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's all the same. Yeah. It's just like, guess who characters? Uh, Harry said he pushed Warren to one run for the U.S. Senate. Quote, I found him like a turtle sunning himself on a log, and I pushed him into the water. By the way, leave those turtles be. Uh, 
I don't think they're necessarily... That's not where we need human intervention. Yeah. Look at him enjoying himself. Get back into the ocean, you dumb turtle. Oh, good thing I was here to stop that. Uh, his opponent was uh, a Catholic, and that did not go over well with all the Klansmen running about at the time. Oh, for fuck's sake. But I, I'm so... I, just quickly, why is that? What the the clan hated the Catholics? Yeah, the clan hates the Catholics. Okay, I don't know. Okay, why. yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could find reasons. Yeah, I'm sure not the right reasons. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. They're like that's not the right racism. <laughs> we subscribe to a different brand. And um, those Catholics with those weird outfits. Now let's get our sheets and hoods on. <laughs> Where's the Grand Wizard? A bishop. Huh. Cardinal Foolish. A friend said... It's all LARPing. Okay. Yeah. It is LARPing. 100%. A friend said Warren's campaign, campaign speech was, quote, a rambling, high-sounding mixture of platitudes patriotism, and pure nonsense. So, electable today. He won. Yeah, of course. He absolutely won. Just a bunch of hollow bullshit. Let's vote for him. Now, during the campaign, he met a young teenage fan. Oh, God. Oh, no. So, to be clear, Carrie in Germany mm -hmm. still, is that going on still? Yep. Well, but, she's there, so it's not going on because she's there. They, but... Because he's at Jerry and Mrs. Powderson have the LDR working, and that's just a little more complicated. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. So he obviously goes, teenage, uh, okay, mm -hmm. great. Fucking Jerry. Uh, she was walking by his, by his house one day. Oh, that's dangerous. Look out for the stool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Florence, get me my broom and dustpan. Her name was Nan Britton, and she told him Nan she... Nan Britton? Nan Britton. Sure, go ahead, whatever. B-R-I-T-T-O-N. Uh, either way. It's, I mean, it's, uh, go ahead. I don't even want to say it. Uh, my British grandmother was called Nan, so it's just a little... I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Please keep going. <laughs> or, please hurry. I mean... Please go. I'll read it if you want. Can we just... <laughs> Why would you ever tell me that? I, I, I hesitated, and then I was like, it's it like seems... This. But it seemed like I it probably... See, I mean, I, I shouldn't have. You're right. <laughs> this is dumb. Dumb move. Just like... Yeah, no. You've just, met me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, horrible idea. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I was just like, wow, hungry tiger? Should I tell it I have steak in my jacket? <laughs> Um, so when they met, she told him that uh, her whole room was decorated in his campaign posters. Oh, my God. So it's like a teen boppy politician thing? Yeah, like he's like the Beatles to her. Right. Ugh. So they stayed in touch. Oh, I bet they did. Which is nice, because she uh. loves politics. Uh -huh. And she would come by his office during the campaign. I love your platitudes. And he would have her sit on his lap. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he's in his 50s. <sighs> oh, good Lord. I, 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 what, she's like, what, 16, 17? Yeah, something like that. Oh, God. It's just the fucking, look at that. <laughs> oh, 
I don't even want to think about what Jerry's looking like. <laughs> but I've been to the YMCA, and it ain't pretty. <laughs> anyway, of course, he won the election. Um, he wasn't much of a senator. He missed over two-thirds of the votes. What's and, he doing? And had one of the worst attendance records in Senate history. None of the bills he introduced were significant, but everybody likes him. He's loyal to the party. He tries to keep everyone getting along. But it wasn't all that smooth. A press secretary accused Warren of having sex with her. A poor, I, I like that. <laughs> I mean, he had sex with a press secretary. Yeah, but yeah. Accused her, right? She went, she like said, yeah, he fucked me. Like, you know what? She went out and was like, he did this thing to me. I mean, it was good. I will good. not stand for these accusations. I'm fucking a teenager. <laughs> How dare you? Um, the press covered the story, but then it just kind of went away. Like, everyone just kind of was like, nah, he's fucking a press secretary. What's a big deal? <laughs> so, um, there was also Grace Cross, who was apparently an ex-girlfriend who he hired to work in the Senate office, and there were rumors that she had cut him with a knife during an argument they had. A reporter said Warren had a heart attack while trying to walk up to her apartment. Sorry. She, he, she... She, what, the, are those separate incidents? She cut him once? Yeah, she okay. cut him and once then with a knife. And another time, he was just walking to her apartment and had a heart up attack? Up the stairs, Up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. Okay, if you're having stair-walking heart attacks, you yeah. should not be fucking this much. <laughs> I mean, the fact that this guy, this guy... Is, that's, that's, why, that's why they made the daddy complex. Uh, yeah. Someone... I was very excited about that. <sighs> okay. Um, I just can't wait for the picture to change. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get a picture of Jerry up there. One person he did for sure have sex with at this point was Nan. You son of a bitch. Bullshit! She fucked like crazy. Son of a bitch. Stop whatever you're about to say. <laughs> she said Warren took her virginity when she was 20 in a New York hotel. He registered under a false name. Quote, I remember... Jerry. So <laughs> Jerry Harder. <laughs> My name is Jerry Penis. Jerry Hardening. <laughs> Sam gonna come? Uh, G-U. G-U? Uh, Sam gonna come. G-U. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were misspelling. G-U-N-N-A-C-U-M. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> Like, I'm going to gum. <laughs> oh, I gummed. You guys have, uh, do you guys have vomit bags? Yeah, they're under your seat. Quote. Oh, no, for what you're about to say? I remember so well I wore a pink linen dress, which was rather short, and enhanced the little girl look. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> oh, my God. It's just... But the whole thing is that it doesn't even, like, 
it's not that different now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still like a bunch of fucking... Yeah, it's but, not. Yeah, but uh, still, not great. Nice then, of her to lean in for him, though. He's like, perfect. She uh, finished the sentence. Warren liked that sort of thing. Ugh. But after they were done with their <laughs> that's coitus... A, that's already... Oh, stop. The vice squad kicked in the door. All right. Put your hands behind your back and your jerry between your legs. <laughs> Cover your powderson. I, by the way, good job, Vice Squad. Way to let him finish. <laughs> Couldn't fucking come in on insertion or some maybe right around there. Had to let it get to there. All right. Has he come? All right. Get your guns out, boys. <laughs> Sounded like he had a big orgasm, sir. Awesome. Good for him. All right. Let's get the warrants out. The cops started to arrest them while Warren said, quote, let this poor little girl go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> let this fully she's, formed adult go. She's dressed like a little girl. And uh, you're like, fantasy was still role yeah, playing. Yeah, he's still fetishizing. <laughs> when the cops realized this was Senator Harding, they quickly apologized. Oh, I'm so sorry, Senator. We didn't realize you were a senator. Nan, quote, upon seeing that name, they became calm immediately, strangely, strangely respectful, withdrawing very soon. So what led them there then? It was well, just probably they... checking into the hotel. Right. So uh, the guy at the desk was right. like, there's an old man fucking a girl. Right. And then they're like, sorry, we didn't realize you were a senator. <laughs> then... Now it's fine. Have at it. Go, sir. At least all this stuff has stopped. Carrie had, uh, now Carrie returns from, oh, hello. Uh, from Germany. They start screwing again, of course, Carrie and him. Now, there's a decent chance Carrie is now working as a German spy. <laughs> what happened to her in Germany? I mean, I guess I know what happened to Germany. She was, she was definitely uh, Hello. in a relationship with a, a German intelligence guy. That's right. <laughs> it's time. Her husband. Oh, yes, that's right. You're married. Her husband turned a letter she got from, uh, from Germany over to U.S. intelligence services. And We've got to find this Mrs. Powderson. <laughs> if we find her, we can crack this whole thing wide open. <laughs> And she has other connections. It very much sounds like she's doing the business. She's doing... Okay. And Nan is still in the picture. Jesus Christ. This who, is really... Who Warren got pregnant while having sex with her in, in the couch in, in the Senate the, office. Oh, God. Couch babies. And at one point, Warren wrote to Carrie that he didn't approve of her war attitude during World War I. In another letter... Why can't you just be more of a pacifist like that Mrs. Powderson? In another letter, he said he was upset she had switched from sex to discussing the war and, quote, you suddenly threatened me with exposure to the Germans. Wait. Why does... He, uh, he, oh, he... Oh, okay, because... Right, because of his position, he feels like she... By talking... Poly, he's like, for God's sakes, can we just stay on the topic that's awesome? <laughs> Fucking? <laughs> the, uh... 
War Department military intelligence chief asked Senator Harding what he knew about the Phillips and their loyalty to America. By 1918, the Justice Department was tracking Kerry's visits to, Ward, for, to Warren. Okay. So Warren threw his hat in the ring, of course, to run for president. Right, perfect, obviously. In 1920, but he didn't do well in the primaries. Fucking A. Yes, his campaign slogan is American, America first. Because what was the first time that was used? I, f I f thought like that was like <laughs> much later that that started, no. like Nixon, Reagan. Well, no, the, yeah, I mean, Hitler took everything from us, so that's a... Do you think Kerry told Hitler about this stuff? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Uh, two, so two other um, candidates have the vast majority of delegates when they go to the convention. And that's a problem. So, so the convention is split between these two delegates. Oh, no. And then no. there's a lot of bad blood between the two camps, so they want to bring the party together, and all the heavy hitters have this fucking meeting. Oh, no. Behind closed doors, and suddenly Harding is the leading hey, candidate. Hey, what do you know? I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> uh, his campaign had been so vague People thought he both supported and was against the League of Nations, which was the big issue at the time. So all the de delegates fall in line, and he's suddenly the Republican nominee. Wow. Um, his affair with Carrie now ends because she had been holding out for marriage, but now she's like, well, if you're actually running for president, you're never going to leave your wife. Right. And he, he, had tried, is, okay. he had tried to run it in 1916, but she stopped him by saying, I'll, I'll reveal the, all the letters. I have okay. all the letters that you wrote me. Nobody will know who Jerry is. I might be talking about a dog. <laughs> um, so, Carrie... Uh, and Florence at this point, is, I mean, what is, she's just like, how was work, you pubs? <laughs> well, Carrie, Carrie, I mean, sorry, Florence runs the campaign. So like, again, she's like do a, it, right. a machine. Right, okay. Yeah. So, so this was a time when, like, our presidential nominees were just kind of like actors propped up by people behind them who were just kind of make like covering yeah, yeah. for their flaws. Yeah. And they were saying like kind of vacuous platitudes in order to not offend people and then not really make any promises. And since they didn't really make any promises, they weren't held to do anything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Okay. So this is, okay. So it's totally, yeah. a totally different era in time. Totally different. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so weird. So, now Carrie also had found out about Nan. That's another reason that she wanted to You were to cheating on me who you were cheating on Florence with? Uh, and Nan also has a, a nine-month-old daughter now. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he has them in an apartment in Chicago. And in he's Chicago? Paying, he, he's paying child support. He never sees his daughter. Oh, my God. This guy. The payments to Nan were hand-delivered by a Secret Service agent. Well, they are a secret. <laughs> so he's, I mean, it's just basically hush money, essentially. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows right. about that. And does uh, he still see Nan, even though she's living in Chicago? I think she comes to D.C. and right. they have the sex, and then she goes back. Gotcha. Thank you for being so nice about it. Yeah, perfect. Yep. So once he gets the nomination, Carrie's like, I want money. Okay. Warren wrote her that if he was in the White House, he would be able to pay her the amount she wanted. God damn. So he's basically trying to make a deal. Don't, 
Just let, yeah, just hush up until I get Shut elected. Up. Yeah, once I get in there, I'll be able to pay you. But if I don't get in, I won't be able to pay you. Right. What a great presidential promise. <laughs> Quote, if you think I can be more helpful by having a public position and influence, I will pay you 5000 a year in March each year, so long as I am in that public service. And Kerry said, there's no fucking way that's enough. So he has to go to the GOP officials and tell them about the affair with Carrie and that she has hundreds of very naughty letters that he's written. Many on Senate stationery. Oh, what an idiot. Many written by his secretary. <laughs> Dolores, pen a letter, please. Dear Mrs. Patterson, Jerry is ready. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. So what, I mean, it's just so fucking careless. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Senate's stationary. Can you imagine a guy no. being a total no. sex creep no. weirdo and being no. careless in no. politics? No, not in this day and age. <laughs> Not in my Washington, D.C. It's a higher standard now. So the Republican Party chairman is fucking furious. Why didn't I think of that? I mean, wait, sorry. That's bullshit, you fool. Um, so he goes to Marion and negotiates with the Phillips, both of them. Wait, he goes to Marion? Ohio, where oh, the Phillips okay, are. Sorry, I thought that was a person. And negotiates with them. Okay, right. That's He's where like, she is look, now. look, look, look. We all want you to get your fuck bucks. We just, we think you're asking for a lot. You're not going to be able to prove that the letters on Senate stationery written by Warren G. Harding are from him. I mean, you got this old Jerry character in the mix. <laughs> the party gave 
Phillips, the Phillips, 25000 and a trip to the Far East for the rest of the campaign. Wow. And then they would get $2,000 like like a month that, for like, as long as necessary. Well, I mean, I like that she's still married to her husband, like, through this. Yeah. She's like, we're getting a vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, All right. Uh, where we go? Far East. I've always wanted to go there. That's pretty cool, hon. Awesome. It worked out great. It's really... <laughs> so with Kerry gone, he kicks off the campaign. All right, let's do this. And um, he kicks off the campaign, and uh, he's the first guy to use, like, celebrities on the campaign trail. Who, who are our celebrities of this day and age? Al Jolson. Oh, Wow. Which I just, uh, you forget how oh. crazy racist everything is. I mean... I didn't put it up there, but just... Yeah, it's that just is all the black, worst. It's just blackface, blackface, blackface. Yeah. That's what he did. That was so. his thing. People are like, this guy's really great. <laughs> you love it. This is fine. So, uh, who else? Uh, Douglas Fairbanks, Mary Pickford. Sure, all um, the stars. Thomas Edison and Henry Ford and oh. other businessmen endorsed him. The press laps it up. And Florence was really the machine behind the campaign. Florence as I said. was the machine. There we go. So she like works the relationship with the press. Uh, at first, she answered. She was the first like potential first lady to ever answer questions. Like she just went out there and yeah, go ahead. What's what your the question? hell is she doing what out the, there? This is a woman. What is she doing? She's taking questions. Let's, do we throw rocks at her? What do we do? Get the piano bench. <laughs> she always made sure food was being delivered to the press office, which was a bungalow that they built on their property in Marion. Wow. Florence was so on top of press stuff that she taught Warren how to wave the right way for newsreel cameras. Uh, so hard. <laughs> I keep doing this. No, no, no. Straighten it out. Um, okay. Pretend your hand is Jerry seeing Mrs. Powderson. Better, better, better. Uh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Freeze. Freeze. You had it earlier. You had it earlier. You had it earlier. Just that. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't starfish it. Just that. And then back and forth. Well, like, like I'm rubbing Mrs. Powderson. Yes. This is all incredibly difficult. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to stop and I want you to. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> if only I had a working kidney. I mean another, I guess. No one's going to understand what happened when they listen. <laughs> but I did something very naughty. Um, so, Warren is actually super popular with women. He supported... How? He supported, he supported suffrage. Okay. Um, in the Senate. And I support a woman's right to choose to have sex with me, hopefully. <laughs> they need the freedom to leave their husbands for the afternoon to come to my office. I'll vote for you if you fuck me. Hmm? He's good looking. He's photogenic. Is he? Supports, he? Yes. He, I mean, that's what they all say 
Look, it was a lower bar back then. I mean, he, uh, yeah. Everything I've seen is like Adam's fan. Like, I mean, he's not, I'm not saying it was like he's hideous or anything, but he just looks like an I old think, dude. I think back then you were just like, oh, symmetrical. Look at that. <laughs> Teeth and eyes. Whoa. Whoa. Hello. Holes in the normal paces. Wow. Um, yeah, so he's good looking. His opponent is, uh, Ohio Governor James Cox, who is not good-looking. So women get the vote in August 1920. Oh, God. Right on time for Warren. Well, you haven't done a great job. <laughs> we have. <laughs> We've been We're carrying the it. weight. Yeah, oh, really, it's gone well. <laughs> um, huge crowds poured into Marion to see Warren. The campaign was, uh, the campaign got ugly. Rumors spread that Warren's great-great-grandfather was black. And of all the fucking things to, like, bust this guy on. I know, right? There's yeah. so much we shit. We found a scandal. Oh, is it the letters? What did they find out? <laughs> no, Warren. No, no, it's so much <laughs> worse. Worse, Warren. Oh, my Lord. You have a drop of black blood in you! Oh, my Lord. Yeah, um, so they, you know, they're denying it. The campaign manager said, quote, no family in the state has a cleaner, more honorable record than the Hardings. I a love blue-eyed stock oh. from New England and Pennsylvania, the finest pioneer blood. It's like talking about a horse. Yeah, he's pure. Our boy is pure. Blue eyes. I can't believe, where the Germans get that stuff? Carrie. <sighs> Really interesting. Hmm. Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> but in the end, it doesn't matter. With women now voting, he won 61% of the vote. So, I mean, th but this is just pretty much like, I wouldn't say failing, but just like mediocrity. Just, I mean, very, again, dissimilar to what we have now. <laughs> just like a nothing. Yeah. A hollow husk. That can just be filled with anything. <laughs> a corporate pinata. Now, six hundred percent for presidential elections. That's a that's a, just a total slaughter. Right. Uh, he's super popular. He picked a bunch of guys, uh, rich guys from Ohio, to be in his cabinet. Weird. A Andrew Mellon, Herbert Hoover, and then he picked. Uh, sorry, and then he picked his buddies from Ohio. Um, they helped get him elected, and they wanted some rewards. They were given major offices, and they became known as the Ohio Gang. We've got one of the most diverse cabinets in this nation's history. We have over three mustaches. <laughs> Half of us are bald. <laughs> We've got guys who don't cross their legs and guys who cross their legs. <laughs> We've got white men with bow ties and white men with regular ties. Oh, you're not going to find a diverse cabinet like this just anywhere. Well, Tom over there almost speaks Spanish. Uh, I, will not, uh, I will not allow that in the record. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Uh, so the Ohio gang went right to work and just started stealing from the government. Good. Finally. Perfect. No, just... no one knows how much Warren knew. A lot of people think he didn't know anything about what was going on. Which is possible. Um, Harry Doherty, who we from before, um, he later said he pushed for Warren as president because he looked like one, though he thought Warren was a, quote, dimwit. I mean, 
<laughs> it's just like it's, there's yeah, yeah. part of it that well, it's just no, it's okay. It's just Dave. It's no, not it's, easy. Yeah, I know. But hold on, let me get this out, asshole. Oh no. It's like I just keep thinking like <laughs> like Reagan was this vacuous actor. And that's where, like, the mob... But it's just always... The yeah. attempt has always just been to have the empty person that you can just fill yeah. with corporate greed. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, great. Just wanted to make sure. And Warren, Warren knows he's not the brightest. He, uh, he's confused by taxes. Oh, so he's like a W. He's, what the hell's going on? He's confused. How come you got to give it back? I don't understand. Why don't we pay it? Oh, okay. <laughs> He's confused by foreign affairs. What, he has. You he, mean other countries are fucking other countries while married to different countries? <laughs> <laughs> They're having affairs? What's their fetish? I <laughs> like a little negligee where you can see just underneath. Um, he has no clue about the economy. No, he just doesn't understand it. I'd rather not. That's something I'm tasking Jerry with. <laughs> He'll figure all that out. Oh, he says tax cut. Here he comes. Mm. He did enjoy. He did enjoy getting letters from people that people would write, and so he spent a ton of time answering mail, which oh, usually that is like the worst. It's usually done by staff. Right. Well, and just like crazy for this to be like, gosh, do you think that that's a stamp? Like, no, that's his fucking sick. That's a long letter. Yeah. Thank you so much, Penelope. It's pretty good being the president. I don't know. You don't have to do that much. You just surround yourself with a bunch of other guys, and they do a lot of it. My favorite thing to do is play darts and write letters. What are you doing? Tell me about your world. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> do you want to be pen pals with my friend Jerry? <laughs> are you creeped out? Check yes or no. Do you like that this is on presidential letterhead? <laughs> Yours foolishly, Warren G. Harding, perverse, perverse, president, president. <laughs> right back. Yes. Send me some of your socks after you've been sweating in them. I like to put them in my mouth when I go to bed. PPS. Here's some of my bath water. What's your fetish? I'm in charge. Love you. <laughs> oh, another one. Oh, <laughs> this is... Uh, our president's hard. Now, Florence believed the White House should be accessible, so she opened it up for tours. Oh, God, that's not good. And Warren liked to personally greet people who came to visit Hello. the White House. Hello. And would spend hours talking to you? them. What's going on? <laughs> uh, no, you're really not keeping me from anything. What's your question? <laughs> I don't know how that works, honestly. The economy's always been a bit of a problem for me. I don't love that one or these foreign affairs. I love my wife, Florence. What do you guys feel like doing now? Want to play state capitals? I'm not good at it. <laughs> um, so this is a way the Ohio gang took advantage of him. He's just not fucking... There. He's not involved. Um, they knew he wouldn't get involved, and uh, he wanted he want he wants everyone to like him, so he wants the Ohio gang to like him. My approval so, ratings have never been higher with that group <laughs> of people who came into the White House today. <laughs> Another person who visited the White House a lot was Nan. Oh boy, uh, Warren liked to screw her in a closet. Ah, oh, 
Jesus Christ. Quote. Oh, no. What the fuck? Who is this a quote from? Man. Ugh. This was a closet in the ant room, which I don't know what that is. A-N-T-E room? That's where they kept the ant farms. Huh? That's what? It's like... These are my favorite moments of these four people. Four people like, it's a room next to a... It's inside of a... There's a room. It's next to the uncle suite. So it's a room before... It's a room before another room, so it's the anterior. Yeah, it's amazing. They're just like, that makes sense. So it's like a pre-lobby. Why don't we just call it no, a pre-lobby? it's not. It's a post-lobby, but it's a... It, don't even. It's not? It's... It's, it's a waiting before room. Before foyer, post-lobby, anterior, pre-posterior. Have you never been in the fucking White House? <laughs> Why the fuck didn't you just call it a waiting room? Because he's fucking in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quote. Evidently a place for hats and coats. We repaired there many... Jerry doesn't want to wear his hat today. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like his chapeau. We repaired there many times, and in the darkness... Repaired there? <laughs> it's a square dance. <laughs> there you are. Now, don't see fuck. In the darkness of a space no more than five feet square, the president and his adoring sweetheart made love. Oh, yes. Anytime it's <laughs> fucking banging in a dark closet, it's making love. Uh, uh, you're in here still, right? <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oop, think I dipped in Frank. Sorry, it's very dark in here. Oopsie poopsie. A Warren had a secret service agent who would stand guard. Oh, my God. And if Florence came, he would knock on the door. What if Warren came? <laughs> then he was supposed to blow a horn. <laughs> so if she comes, then the guy's just like... And then he's like, oh, 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 God. Well, I think I finally talked I talked to Turkey into that negotiation. Oh, Florence, hello. I was just in the closet doing some stuff for other countries. What are you doing in here? Huh? It's glue. <laughs> what? It's what's happening. But the closet, se the closet sex ended when, a when another... When Warren finished. <laughs> when another Secret Service agent tipped off Florence and she made a beeline for the closet but was held off by the agent no, no, guarding no. the no, closet. He's, he's in, no, he's in there negotiating an important stimulus package. So, what, actually, that's pretty true if you really think about it. You stay there, you. No, no, no. Now, and then what does he do? Then, well, he just, then he's just like... Oh, I guess I didn't think about this part. I was just in the closet. All the brooms are there, so that's good. What's up with you? How have you been? You don't hang out in some of these awesome closets in the White House? I just assumed. So, there's, there's, I don't know what the fuck this thing is, because there's two exits to the closet. And so one it's entrance. almost like a secret passage kind of thing. So 
Florence, she's being <laughs> held off by the, the Secret Service. So she runs around to the other side, and when that happens, he pulls the, the agent opens down. the door oh, okay. and gets Nan out, and Warren ran to his office to pretend like he had been working the whole time. <laughs> Let me smell your balls! <laughs> and by the way, he doesn't even know how to pretend work. He's just like, I gotta return a letter. <sighs> oh, hello, I'm just writing back to people. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> Now she knows it's for real. I was just fucking you in the closet. <laughs> Thank you, Nan. <laughs> so the closet had two doors going in. Yeah, one, one for each room. There's a, it goes it's from one room. It's a dangerous closet for the most a, part, yeah, but then it's also a genius a closet. A great place to fuck. It's a perfect place, right. God forbid. Now, these are obviously not the only women Warren is having sex with. He is a freak. How old are we talking at this point? He's in his 50s. 50s and just a bang machine. The Washington Post, quote, he had assorted other flings, including one with Rosa Hoyle, said to have conceived an illegitimate son, and one with Augusta Cole, whose pregnancy by Harding was terminated. Oh. He bedded a Washington Post employee known as Miss Alicott and former chorus girls Maze Haywood and Blossom Jones, all procured by Harding's crony, oh my God. Washington Post publisher and owner Ned McLean. So this man is procuring chorus girls to take to the White House? Yeah, he's probably, I would assume, bringing... Would you you like to meet the president and brings him in and then... He must be busy. Nope. No. Nope, he's playing with boats in his tub. Well, unless he's in in the closet. Yes, he might be in his closet. You should go meet him in there. (laughs) Um, And then there's a string of New York women, including one who committed suicide after Harding wouldn't marry her. And another who uh, had a stash of incriminating love letters purchased by Harding's fuck? loyalists. How does, he not, how does he not learn the lesson about the love letters? He's already paying off I, Carrie. I, I truly think that it is like his version of porn. Like, he's got an addiction. Right. He gets off writing the letters. I don't think he can stop himself. He's clearly a fucking sex addict of some kind. Oh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I mean, it is just crazy. And he, so he really is not doing anything. No, he's, he's not. He's just banging and writing about banging. And making appearances. Right, and be like, hello, do you like the White House? Don't go in that room! He once told a room full of shocked reporters at the National Press Club, I quote, like to bang. <laughs> quote, it's a good thing I am not a woman. I would always be pregnant. I can't say no. The reporters he thinks were like, the abortion laws would be a little different if he could. <laughs> the reporters are like, is that on the record? Or... What's on the record? <laughs> Write whatever you like. Doom de doom de doom. I love it. Love the wheelbarrow. Great. <laughs> but but look, Harding is such a bad president that he is not known for the affairs. As much as he is for all the scandals that happened in his administration. <laughs> I mean, okay. Now, the things he did do, we give him credit for the 40-hour work week, improve health care for new mothers. By but the he... way, <laughs> both of those, you could argue, would be selfish. He's like, I work too much. I got a lot of kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pass all that stuff, hmm? <laughs> But he admitted he was not equipped for the job. Quote, I am not fit for this office and never should have been here.
That is fucking amazing. What an amazing... I mean, that... There is something about that. Like, you just wish you could still hear that. Yeah. Like, you could just hear Biden, like, I don't know what day it is. They made me do this. Like, all right. Good. Good, good, good. I don't understand. They just keep putting Ray-Bans on me. I'm telling me to say, come on, guy. Oh, God, is that the Easter Bunny? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, guy. I don't want to eat any more ice cream. Oh, fuck. <laughs> My tongue don't work. Okay. I just had a vaccine. Oh, that's not a vaccine. So the thing about Harding is, is he looks like a president. He has that, like, a straight right. central casting look. Sure. Um, Which is, I mean, it really is just amazing how, uh, how effective just, that all is. Did you delete the story? No, I just, be I just moved it. I just moved it because, um, sorry, a message popped up. I'm trying to make it, I tried to make it go away and I fucked no, it up. No, right back. We got time. <laughs> you want to write a letter? No, I want it to go away and I want it, there we go. Why is this here now? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you guys should see. Okay. Oh, it was Jesus fun to Christ. watch. I just it was like did, you put I an just... iPad in Maura Jean Harding's lap. No, they... Hey, George, there's a bunch of demon words inside of I... my... My paper's moving. My paper moved. There's women on here. I should... Oh. Um, Jerry got a paper cut. <laughs> um, longtime friend Harry Doherty was appointed attorney general even after Warren was strongly warned not to make him attorney general. Okay, I will. Can I have sex soon? <laughs> Warren just said Harry had been his best friend forever, so he gets whatever job he wants. What are you talking about? He's a good buddy. He'll do it. <laughs> I don't think you guys know how presidenting works. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to write a bunch of letters back to my fans. <sighs> These guys are just always trying to make me work and stuff. It's just the worst. We want to be president anymore. We just want to fuck. Oh, such Harry'll help. What's what's an attorney general? He can do that. I think he's the he's the the general of lawyers. Oh, and a lawyer is. <laughs> um. So Harry quickly sets up what's basically an influencing peddling office uh, in the Justice Department. One of the Justice Department's main tasks was to intimidate any mistress who threatened to blackmail Warren Harding. I mean... Uh, <laughs> fucking Christ. I just... It's like, wh why did we return to this version of it all? Like, not that we ever got far, but there was like, you know, it felt like there was a time when it was... Uh, I'm not even no. going to say no. it. No, what are you talking was, about? Well... But no, it, it felt just, like there's a time that when they told you in school what it was, but it's always been this. No, not even that, but it just was, it's so obvious. Like, it's not yeah. even, like... Right. Okay. I mean, it's not great either way. <laughs> it's there's really no winning obvious. version. Well, no, that's why they don't teach us history. I, that, first of all, I will not admit to that. <laughs> I think I've shown my acumen for history pretty well on this podcast. Yes. Starting with President Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> One of our greatest presidents. <laughs> One of our greatest presidents. And our first astronaut? Benjamin Franklin. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, He's the one who discovered cheese on the moon. <laughs> God, thank God he did, because then he gave it to Andrew Jackson. 
Moon cheese. So besides intimidating uh, mistresses, Harry is also running illegal booze and drugs. Wow. As Finally, attorney, a redeeming quality. As attorney general. Now, at the center of the whole bootlegging operation is a guy named Jess Smith. He's not a Justice Department employee or volunteer, but he used official Justice Department letterhead, cars, and staff, and sat in on private meetings with FBI Director Billy Burns. Wow. He's just buddies with Harry. Right. And the First Lady also really likes him. Uh, he was Florence's favorite escort to events when the president couldn't go. Which would be a lot of the time. Yeah. I'll, you go. I'll just hang out in the closet if that's okay <laughs> with everybody. Uh, Smith, through the, through the Justice, Department, Justice Department, Smith had access to confiscated whiskey. Um, some of that went straight to the White House. Some of it also went uh, to what Smith and Harry called their love nest, where they had parties. Wow. And the Ohio gang helped Smith cover all this up whenever possible because they were all getting booze and good times. Right, right. He's, a, he's their party, he's their fucking party guy, drug dealer guy. Right, yeah. Right. He's the guy Madison Cawthorn's afraid of. <laughs> so the Hardings had poker night once a week in the White oh, House. Oh, I think he had poker night a lot of other times. <laughs> Warren served booze, and Florence mixed the drinks. This is just not, I mean, this is just like, it sounds like 10 Downing Street during the pandemic. Yes. It's just like, yes. it's nothing more than just like, yeah, God, big president is pretty hard. Let's get drunk and play cards again. Doop, 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 doop. Gosh, I really want to bang. Oh, let's eat meats. I love it. I got to write letters. Everyone having fun? Oh, what are we doing tomorrow? Why don't I get the day off? We shouldn't have to work this much. I hate presidenting. He, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, of course, of course, prohibition's on, and they're just drinking in the White House. Well, oh, it is prohibition? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah prohibition. so that's why he's, yeah, that makes sense. Um, he, he loves, he loves to drink. Uh, uh he was. I'm different than the regular people. <laughs> At one point, he was hammered during a meeting with railroad union workers in the Oval Office exactly. during a strike in 1922. Yeah, of course. For some reason, the meeting got very heated. You guys don't even understand what a railroad is. <laughs> You've never even been inside of a train before. Of course I have. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you guys. <laughs> the truth is, lately, I've been getting drunk on bootleg. No? Okay, nothing. Sorry, nothing. You guys are sons of bitches. <laughs> Who brought you here? Who's that? I love it. You want to go to the closet? No. Come on, buddy. I'll show you how to run a train. <laughs> you want to know something fucked up? No. I'm the fucking president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> want to know I call my dick? No. You want to guess? No. Jerry. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Warren voted for prohibition. <laughs> so Not for me, though, right? <laughs> so as uh, it goes on, he enjoys being president less and less. And he became very depressed. Hmm, depressident. 
Florence was, of course, ill, and um, she really got... It hit her hard around this time. They didn't even know if she'd make it. Um, Then Warren's, Warren's health went downhill. He had a terrible flu in January... Uh, 1923. He was very tired after for months, if you can imagine someone getting sick and being tired for months. Uh, Dave, I, I, I don't think any of us appreciate you just, you know, kind of injecting your personal political beliefs in this. <laughs> I mean, we all came here to escape and have a good time. You know, you believe, some of us don't. <laughs> I'd like to see some evidence. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, you will. Thank give you. It, uh, give it a year. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, you're doing it again. <laughs> you're doing it again. So he loved to golf, and he would golf, you know, 18 holes all the time, but now he could barely golf nine holes. Oh, that's, His... how, that's how you know a president is sick. <laughs> I can only do half of the job of golf. His skin had a very unhealthy look. He had very high blood pressure, and many experts now believe he had a serious heart condition. Hmm. Now, Charles Forbes... Uh, was his pick as director of the Veterans Bureau, and he was illegal selling government supplies to private contractors at insanely low prices and rolling in kickbacks. Nice. So Charles called him into the Oval Office, grabbed him by... Charles called him into the Oval Office. Sorry, Warren. Warren called him. It's like, I mean, it's pretty egregious if he's like, get the president in here. (laughs) Boy, you look really good behind that desk, pal. That's when I write letters to strangers. Warren called him into the Oval Office, grabbed him by the throat, and called him a double-crossing bastard. Forbes immediately booked passage for Europe and resigned. That seems so out of character, though. He doesn't know that anyone's committing any crimes or doing anything, I know, but that seems... But he figures this one out, and he's like, that's disgusting! Yeah. I mean, it's just interesting that he, like, found a breaking point. He's like, illegalities under my administration? Get me an illegal whiskey. I need to calm my nerves. Uh, A month later, his uh, his assistant, and this is Forbes' assistant, and the general counsel of the veteran uh, Bureau's Affairs shot himself in the head. Jesus. So rumor mills are going crazy. And then Smith was found shot in the head in Harry's apartment in his pajamas with his head in a wastebasket and a pistol in his hand. What? Smith's documents had been destroyed. Warren had had a long emotional meeting with him the day before. What are you insinuating? I'm not insinuating anything. That could be that he killed himself. It could be that... Someone put a wastebasket on his head and shot him. <laughs> Either version is a little... I mean, yeah, okay. I'm, I won't speculate. Then word of another problem came. The Secretary of the Interior, Albert Fall, he got control of a few oil reserves, including Teapot Dome, and had them transferred to the Interior Department. And then he leased it to private companies. There was no bidding, and Fall got loans in return, but the loans were never documented, so they are bribes. Nice, nice. Now that's, again, that's the system working. Again, Warren looks awful, um, but now he couldn't run away to Kellogg's Sanatorium. <laughs> I feel like he probably could. Yeah, he probably could. <laughs> I'm going to the diaper building. Bring me a Kellogg. I want a Kellogg room. <laughs> Give me that bull in my die die. Warren said, "Quote: My God, this is a hell of a job." 
I and I'm not no, even doing it. <laughs> I have no trouble with my enemies, but my damn friends. They're the ones that keep me walking the floor at night. He decided to make a three-week tour of Alaska for both political and health reasons. It was called <laughs> The Journey of Understanding. <laughs> Man, I just, it's so fucking great that they, that, I mean, that, that could be today. Yeah. You oh, could yeah. easily put Biden on a journey of understanding yeah. through Alaska for three fucking weeks. Easily. Still be like, I'm having trouble processing it. Where's the grass? At this point, he had all the conditions of heart disease. At the end of the three-week tour, while on a train, he became very ill with fever, abdominal pain, and couldn't eat. And he had three doctors with him. He one can of still them, bang a little. One of the doctors... We might lose Jerry, too, if this goes bad. One of the doctors was Charles Sawyer. Jesus. He's the homeopath that oh, treated... Oh, okay. Right. He had almost no training. He had built a popular sanitarium and had a big following. He... <laughs> He'd known, uh, imagine. <laughs> he'd known the Hardings for years and was their family doctor. Perfect. Florence and was, he was the guy who was like, we don't need to intervene with Florence's kidney. Correct. Yeah. It, she'll pop it out if it's going bad for her. <laughs> That's how this works. Uh, Florence, uh, he'd been treating her for the chronic kidney disease. All, for, it's, you know, but like she, 12 or he, 20 years now. Uh, but, they, like, another doctor was like, take it out for God's sake. And <laughs> yes. she's like, okay, I will. But everything else you've got, you've got a good track record with this stuff. Um, after she had another brush with death in D.C., he had come to live with them. So she thinks she can't live without Charles. Sure. When Warren then became president, Charles was appointed Surgeon General. And Ward... And Warren then made him brigadier general, and he loved it, and he had a special uniform made and no. wore it everywhere. Oh, my God. What a little... Uh, what a little fancy boy. All other doctors considered him to be a ridiculous joke. Now, uh, as Warren's doctor, when Warren is feeling ill, mm -hmm. he's adamant that he's not have a bad heart. So It's not your heart, Warren. And he clearly has a bad heart. No, I wouldn't agree with that at all. It's definitely not his heart. Let me ask you this. Why aren't you wearing a medical doctor outfit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're so sure it's his heart. Yeah, no. If anything, it's Florence's kidney that's doing this to him. Wow. We gotta put the old one back in. What? Mm-hmm. Thank God I kept it. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I've had it decoupaged. I'm not interested. In... Okay. Permission to leave? Yes, God, yes. Granted! I'll talk to myself. <laughs> Permission granted. Charles just kept saying that Warren had indigestion. It's just tummy bubbles. He drank some pop. Other DC doctors said it was clearly cardiovascular. That's not even a word. <laughs> you assholes. So... Charles was on the trip to Alaska with Warren. You're fine, Warren. And then Warren became really ill, and everything pointed to a heart attack. Mm -mm. So Charles said it was food poisoning from yep. crab meat. Yep. What we've got is a crab issue. <laughs> I told you not to eat that with all your indigestion. He was taken to the Palace Hotel in San Francisco, and other doctors were sent for. So now there's five doctors looking after him. He clearly has heart issues, and he's having a gallbladder attack, yeah. and then he got pneumonia, uh. and then he died. Uh. 
What did he eat? Whoever gave him that crab has assassinated the president. <laughs> he was 57. Wow, okay. Yeah, it felt like, yeah, he really, he really fit a lot of fucking in. Yeah. Those were his last words. Give me something to pork. <laughs> Hurry. Anything. Now, Florence refused an autopsy and had him embalmed very quickly. Nice. The country is shocked, and they, they still, like, the scandals haven't really hit, so they all, everyone still loves them, and they blame the doctors. On what grounds? Uh, how, <laughs> how long into his presidency is this? Uh, well, it's, it's uh, fuck, I didn't write down that. Um, it's 23, I think, so it's three years in. Okay. Um, <laughs> really? He had a great run. A lot, yeah, very, a lot, packed a lot in. So, because the people are so mad and they loved him so much, they start blaming the doctors and saying the doctors poisoned him or Florence poisoned him. Okay. They, nobody's believing a heart attack? Everyone's like, Dad, who gave him the crab is the question. <laughs> <laughs> who crabbed him? Uh, now, Gaston Means, con man from episode 293... Oh, nice. ...wrote a book titled The Strange Death of President Harding and claimed that Florence had poisoned him. Wow. Accusations and, and rumors went on for a long time uh, against Florence. Now, after he died, Florence rushed back to D.C. and destroyed tons of documents that showed her role in the presidency. Wow. That is such a... <laughs> she must have known all of the scandals that were coming. Oh, okay. I was going to say and that felt like a very, like... I mean, it's just very strange to be like, I was basically the president. No one could know. But then she was like, right, right actually, no one could know. Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. She is now considered to have been a full partner in the presidency. She died in 1924 and was buried besides, beside Warren. And, and he, had, he had he, all of his mistresses buried on top of him. I was just going to say, yeah. She was just like, her casket was constantly like, no, no. <laughs> Come on. Please. One uh, more. So, Jerry didn't die. Um, so after he dies, tons of scandals break, including the Teapot Dome scandal, which is one of the few scandals we've learned about in school. They're like, the Teapot Dome! Um, it's one of the greatest corruption scandals in history. But now most historians consider him to be one of the worst, if not the worst president in history. The worst? Yeah. When did they come up with that? I would. That I mean, had yeah, to be like look, a while ago. Look, half of historians think that Reagan was a great president, so they're a bunch of fucking idiots. But what is also amazing is like the idea of your, like, it is, it is, I mean, ideally you do die before your scandals, but now we don't give a fuck if you outlive your scandals. Like no. George W. Bush. Still sits in Crawford, fucking dog arting. <laughs> and just like every now and then being like, I went on Ellen, you know? <laughs> and like Jenna Bush hosts the Today Show, just yeah. drinks margaritas. I mean, she was never president. Well, a lot of people think she was running it behind the <laughs> scenes. <laughs> but she Florenced it. Uh, sources, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, uh... 
Constitution Center, Smithsonian, Britannica, Encyclopedia.com, um, uh, PBS, and The Nation's Worst President, <laughs> question mark, question Warren mark. G. Harding, and Woodrow Wilson, compared review by Robert Farrell. Why'd you do this one in D.C.? Um, <laughs> I mean, softball question, Dave. Go ahead. Will we ever have a good president again? No. Is it possible? I mean, FDR was the closest we have, but, but he also No, I did... mean, if you're going forward, is there... No. No, no way. What, how? I mean, like a total revolution. Would we just get rid of it? Well, then we wouldn't have a president, hopefully. Yeah. It's a fucking... It's an We'd have a king. It is a horrendous system of government. Yeah, it is. They have is. fucking crazy old religious people who are now for life telling us what we can and can't do. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. I think the real criminals are the people who stood in front of their houses. <laughs> Let them be private citizens, guys. Unbelievable. We're actually headed there after the show. We're going to... <laughs> Sir, let's go. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We appreciate it, truly. Thank you. Love you, mean it. Thank you. What's your legacy? Miami-Dade residents produce six pounds of trash daily. Much of that is plastic and will remain in our environment long after we're gone. Be part of the solution. Eliminate single-use plastic. More at miamidade.gov slash plastic-free 305.